Walking outside is a healthy thing to do. But most of the time, 90% of the time, we spend indoors. And are you aware that according to the EPA, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than this outdoor air? My sponsor, Air Doctor, has the solution. And by the way, they're offering you up to $300 off. I'll give you some details in just a moment. Air Doctor filters out 99.99%. That's almost perfect. Things in the air that can cause problems like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, even bacteria and viruses that could make you sick. Here's the thing. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code WALKING to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. And exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code WALKING. When you're out walking, it's important to stay hydrated. And it's important to have water that is healthy, water that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my Aqua True water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at AquaTrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters, and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, Enter the code WALKING at checkout. 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. Today we're going to borrow a page from the speech, the little talk that you and I get when we're sitting on an airplane getting ready to take off. Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. I've been walking for fitness since 2013, averaging about 21,000 steps a day. I'm walking right now and I would love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes. Cloudy, windy, and occasionally wet. That's the weather here in South Carolina as I'm walking this morning. And yes, it is morning as I'm walking. In fact, on the way to where I record the podcast, I'm on that trail in a wooded area, and I chose to walk here today, one, because I really like it, two, it's a bit of a buffer from the wind. But as I was walking to get here, I had the umbrella open, it was raining, it was coming down pretty good, but just before I reached the location where I started recording, The rain stopped, and at the moment, 
We are rain-free, but the umbrella is in my back pocket, and I am ready to pull that thing out, pop it open, should the rain restart. And it certainly looks like it could. I want to circle back to something I mentioned briefly the other day. I was talking about a survey that the AARP did. The survey was asking the question, what barriers prevent you from walking? And there were more than a dozen reasons, barriers that people encountered that prevented them from pursuing walking, getting out, and being consistent with walking as a fitness activity. And one of the barriers was, I don't have the time. And I took a moment and explained my own personal reaction to that and how I realized I was using that or its cousin, I'm too busy, as an excuse to not do something that I didn't want to do. At the same time, I also recognize for some, perhaps even you, that that's a legitimate barrier, not having the time. And I specifically mentioned those who are in caregiving situations. And I was briefly, for a couple of months, in that situation, that was my circumstance, after Ava's accident. I saw firsthand that, oh, (laughs) I don't have the time really is a legitimate, legitimate reason and barrier to pursue fitness, at least in the way that I had been pursuing it. When we're on an airplane and we're pulling away from the gate and heading for the runway to take off, you've got the flight attendants and they do the pre-flight speech. And one of the things they mention, should the cabin lose oxygen, those oxygen masks will drop. And they always say, if you're traveling with someone else, put that oxygen mask on your face first. Which, you know, we're so used to hearing it, it probably just goes in one ear and out the other. But if you stop and contemplate what they're saying, it feels so counterintuitive. We're in an emergency situation. We're in danger. Please take care of yourself first. (laughs) That's like, well, wait a minute. No. These people I'm traveling with, I love, and I want to make sure that they are taken care of. The principle, of course, behind that is, if you're not healthy, if you lose the capability to help those around you, you're going to be of no help. Put the oxygen mask on your face first, then take care of those around you. Martin Schreiber was the governor of Wisconsin, late 70s. In the mid-2000s, around 2005, his wife, Elaine, began showing the symptoms of Alzheimer's. She died earlier this year. So for 17 years, Mr. Schreiber took care of his wife, Elaine, through that terrible disease of Alzheimer's. Mr. Schreiber has written a book about those years and, of course, is now doing a media tour to promote the book. And I saw an article that was titled, Five Things I Wish I Had Known Before My Wife Developed Alzheimer's. And number two was about the stress on a caregiver particularly a caregiver for someone with Alzheimer's, and that it is not uncommon because of that stress that the caregiver could shorten their own life 
anywhere between four and eight years. That's pretty significant. The stress is monumental because it's 24-7. And in that regret, Mr. Schreiber says, essentially, he wishes he had followed the advice that we get on an airplane. That he needed to take care of himself. He needed to prioritize his own health so that he could care for his wife better. And he says he wished that he had understood earlier that it was okay, in fact, it was necessary to bring someone into the home to provide some adult daycare so he could get out and be refreshed, renewed, even use that time for exercise. After Ava's accident, which was two days after Christmas 2020, she was in the hospital for five days, almost a week, and then she came home and her injuries were such that she was in a wheelchair for two months. And I didn't realize this at the time, and I don't think she did either, but the body expends so much energy and burns so many calories in recovery, whether it's from an illness or an accident, that she had no energy. And so I needed to be there for her. So my whole fitness pursuit essentially went out the window. Those fitness activities that I had created time, built a routine around, I no longer had the opportunity to do those and be available for her in the way she needed. Gratefully, though, I was still able to walk. For the first couple of weeks, when the need was the most intense, my walking essentially happened within the four walls of our home. And there were times during those first couple of weeks when it was most intense, she would need something from the store, might have been a prescription, might have been some food that she could eat. And I would go to the store, which was only a mile away, so it really didn't take much time. But parking and getting out of the car and walking towards the grocery store felt like an oasis. It was not so much the physical benefit, but it was the emotional. (sighs) Because, as we know, walking can really lift our mood. It doesn't take much. It can be a stress reducer and a mood lifter. And those opportunities to go to the store and just walk across the parking lot and walk around the store were huge. As Ava's strength improved and it didn't feel like she needed me in the same room 24-7 or super close by, she was comfortable probably before I was, and then I was comfortable leaving the house and taking a walk around the block. That was a 10-minute walk. And again, it became a stress reducer and a mood lifter. There were some fitness activities that were part of my regular routine before the accident that I actually had to push pause on and set aside. But I never stopped walking, even when I was confined to the four walls of our house. I was still intentionally moving. Mr. Schreiber recognized the need of placing that mask on his own face first. Now, he didn't recognize it initially, but over time, he understood that his own well-being, his own physical health and mental health were important. They needed to be a priority. If you are a caregiver right now, I want to echo what Mr. Schreiber learned and said. 
that you do need to prioritize your own health. And if you don't have time for a 10-minute walk, how about a one-minute walk? The impact not only on you, but the person that you're caring for is huge. By the way, I'll have a link in the show notes to that article that I read from Mr. Schreiber about the five things that he wished he knew before his wife got Alzheimer's. And you can hear his perspective in his own words. Thank you for walking with me today. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.